esports um, that we can maybe talk about. Uh, You know Cloud9? Yeah. We just released our mid laner. Okay. Like, releasing from contract? Yes. Yeah. He's no longer playing for Cloud9 next year. Okay. Oh, wow. But he's the highest paid player in the LCS. Yeah. And so I've I've been keeping track of a lot of the LCS and LEC rumors. So I don't know if you guys wanted to talk about that on the pod today. On on the pod that is currently recording. Yeah, that's what I figured. See, you just sneak attack us with this. I mean, it it works instead of us sitting here for like two hours going, oh, when should we start it? What are we going to talk about? Well, we're already talking, so you're surprised. Ben send you a message? What? No. No? Is he talking? Yes. I cannot hear him. Oh. Yeah. That's concerning. Uh Uh-oh. Do you have yeah, how long muted? has he been talking for? Um, just after I said the perks thing, like the Cloud Nine mid laner thing. Oh, okay, so not very long. No. Okay. Well, I mean, so like I've for like twenty. Minutes. Okay, I'm gonna I, leave and rejoin. I've been talking off and on, but yeah, but like I don't think you've been talking consistently enough for Chris to really miss. Yeah. It. Oh wait, talk again. Hello. Okay, I can hear you now. Okay, problem hey. solved. Yay. We need to restart the podcast. Why? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, have we started the podcast? Yep. <laughs> okay, when did we start the podcast? That was what Ben was saying when you couldn't hear him. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> it's fine. We're it's fine. So, we're so Cloud9. Good at this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so Cloud9's releasing their mid laner. He was making something like three million dollars last year, which is like the highest. He's the highest paid player in the LCS, and a lot of people are saying that he's going back to Europe, which, I mean, kind of makes sense. But I also don't understand. Like, as Cloud Nine, he, they signed this guy to like a three, a, a, like a three million dollar per year. I don't know, maybe a little less, three year contract, uh-huh. and then you're just gonna let him go after one season. Like, why would you not want to stick with him? Do they still have really? to pay After him? One season? Or they wow. just... Yeah. Because they have to, like, pay to release him, right? Um. Well, yeah. So they'll they'll have to pay him a portion of his salary. So that's called a, a buyout. Mm. Um. And then... But that buyout will be offset by him being purchased by another team. So it's been rumored that he's going to go to Vitality in Europe. Um. And so Vitality would pay a sum of money to obviously purchase the contract. Well, actually... Now that I think about it, they could be keeping him under contract and just have Vitality purchase his contract. Mm-hmm. So then they wouldn't have to buy him out at all. Yeah. It's but just Vitality, the contract changes hands. Yeah. But Vitality would have to pay him um, the salary that he's making at uh, the salary that he was making at Cloud9, which they might not want to do that. Yeah, or more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's that's a pretty. It's a pretty big thing, and especially because, like, he was probably the best player in the LCS last year, and I don't think that Cloud9 can upgrade from him. Yeah. Especially not with the people that they're rumored to be getting, so I'm just a little baffled at why they would do that. Maybe they're actually going to get Showmaker. (laughs) You know what? He's not under contract, so... No? Wow. No, um, actually, um, you remember SK or sorry, T1 in the world championship? Mm-hmm. 
You, yep. you remember Ken Canyon? Yep. He's rumored to be going there, and Nogari's rumored to be going there, and Showmaker might be joining them. Wow. Going Actually, no, 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 the... no, never mind. Never okay. mind. Showmaker would never be joining them because Faker's on the team and Faker's part owner. Uh, yes, and Faker is their mid laner. But it is rumored, though, that the three of them, Nogari, Canyon, and Showmaker, want to play together again. Yeah. What team so, they used to be on together? They used to be on Damn One together. Yeah, are they no longer on Damn One? Uh, well, sure. Nogari, well, Nogari went to FPX. Oh, okay. Last year. So he was playing with FPX during the World Championship. Yeah, I, I forgot. Yeah, he's used their top to be. laner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Canyon and Showmaker were both playing on Damwon and they were playing on the losing, you know, the, the, the losing team in the final. Unfortunately, um, yeah. Good try though. But... Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I did not think that they were going to win. That blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I I can't say I really watched a ton of the finale. Um, I did watch the final game though, and oh. it just it overall just seemed like Damwon got so far behind in game five, uh, so early, and then EDG were just continuing to push and push and push and push, um, which is really weird because Damwon almost never gets behind early like that. Yeah. But yeah, so Canyon is rumored to be joining T1, but I don't know. I guess it depends on whether or like how much he actually wants to be playing with his former teammates or not. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, no, the actually the LCS offseason starts on Monday at 4 p.m. <clears throat> so I'm going to watch it on Twitch. I think. Um, uh, Jacob Wolf, who's like a big reporter in the scene, um, he's doing a, a show live on Twitch, um, and he'll be able to confirm pretty much everything that uh, goes down on that day. Everyone but, that's getting moved around and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I've been really like connected in with all the rumors that are happening, and so I pretty much know what like everything is going to happen. Um, the only teams that I don't fully know about are Cloud9 and TSM for the LCS. Which sucks because I'm a TSM fan and I want to know how they're getting better. <laughs> if they're or, getting better. Yeah, or if they're getting better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, word is that they're going to try to bring over um, a whole bunch of imports from Korea and China. Um, and they don't generally start their off season until later than uh, North America and Europe does. Mm. So we, I might not know anything until you know, like relatively later next week, as to uh, as to what's supposed to happen. But yeah. Oh well, I, I love it. I, I love the off season. It's so interesting to me, and like, it's what dreams are made of. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so. But, yeah. Um, but I guess what we were saying, did, did either of you have any other ideas uh, that you wanted to elaborate upon um, for the World Championship? Because I know that we glossed on it a little bit. 
I know it was a surprise for all of us. If any of you out there listened to our last podcast, you would know that across the board, we were incorrect. <laughs> we, we all thought Dumb One was had it in the bag, but... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought um, uh, Edward would win, like, at least one game, but I didn't expect them to win all three. Well, three of five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the fact that it was close did show quite a bit to where, like, Damwon was really trying to fight um, and trying to keep themselves in it, but overall, I was just... I was really surprised. I mean, I knew that Edward Gaming was good, and I figured that they would beat Genji to get to the finals. But I just thought that Damwon was so much more put together. You know, I, I thought that they um, had a lot more experience with each other, um, and that that would really carry them through. But it 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 really didn't. Well, they honestly. were so consistent through everything else. It was just it was weird to see that. Yeah, they didn't even lose a single game until semifinals. Sorry, mm-hmm. quarter. Yeah, semifinals. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's absolutely insane. Um, and like a lot of EDG was well, I shouldn't say a lot. Some of EDG was unknown. So like their mm-hmm. top laner and their jungler, like their jungler, uh, is only. I'm pretty sure he's. No, he's not a rookie. He's been playing for a few years, but he's never really played at this like at this high level in the world uh, in uh, world championships before. And I think it's yeah. the same with their top laner as well. Um, like they're not so, new to the scene, but they haven't done anything in the scene either. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and like, sure, Scout, Viper, Mako, right? Like they're mid through support. Um, all have pretty good experience, and they've all been playing at pretty high levels, but. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I it was a surprise for me. I'll I'll say that. Definitely. But mm-hmm. I mean, it was yeah. I don't know. It's 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 good for them. I think that they deserved it. Any any team that can beat Damwon <laughs> in a best of five deserves to win some sort of you know big prize. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, well, no, it felt like they did a good job of like actually noticing what Dom One was good at through the through worlds and picking apart what they fell short on. Definitely, yeah, I agree. But no, I for the most part, it was a a pretty good world championship, and I am happy to get some new blood into the the winners column because I feel like having the same teams win over and over and over again that is kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But with that being said, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna move the conversation into something that's probably gonna take uh, quite a bit of our time, uh, and I'm gonna let you guys talk on this a, a little <laughs> bit. But League of Legends came out with a new series last week called Arcane, and uh, I hear people like it. I don't know. M- I like what, it. Do you Maybe not that. like it? No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> it's the mo- okay. it broke Squid Game's record for the most watched show on Netflix. What really? I- I'll have to check that again because it sounds wrong. But that- I saw yeah. it somewhere. Squid Games was the most watched TV show ever on Netflix. They earned a billion dollars from it. Show on 
on Netflix. Well, so I know TV series. Maybe for like its first day, but I don't think overall. Yeah. Well, so our, I know that Arcane debuted at number one on the Netflix charts for um, 40 some odd countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I know for certain. So mm-hmm. what the piece of information that I might have seen was just that it dethroned Squid Game in those countries. Probably not overall. That could have been. Yeah, I don't think it could have been overall because Squid Games has been out for a while. And like. There's a lot of people watching it multiple times. And like, <laughs> you talk to pretty much anyone that watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely. I'm over here barely knowing what it's about. <laughs> hey, but before I hand it off to you guys, I just want to say that I think that part of why, like, obviously the series is really good. We know that it's really good. But I also think that part of why it is so popular around the world um, is because it was... Uh, translated into so many different languages and league is already such a universal game Mm. that i think that there was a lot bigger of an audience to begin with than any other series on netflix but that's fair but yes okay i'm gonna pass it off to you guys go through it tell me your thought tell us your thoughts what are you just running away Uh, yes i'm gonna i'm uh, i'm going to eat ice okay oh sounds good i'll just mute you quickly here then I'm kidding. I'm still here. <laughs> okay, so uh, Ben, you want to start it off or you want me to? Uh, I don't know where to start because there's a lot. Yeah. Um, Talk about I everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like some of the theories that people are having. I agree with some of them. Like, I think that Vander is Warwick. Uh, I thought Definitely. that when I was watching the show and I seen a lot of people agreeing with that. Like, his nickname is the Hound of the Undercity or something like that. Yeah. He is a good man. Who is trying to escape his troubled past sounds a lot like vander which is warwick's description and then he was experimented on by uh singed which singed is seen in the first episode making the like super serum thing that the kid drinks and then vander later drinks and like who's to say that vander is actually dead and maybe that death in quotations wasn't actually and singed will continue to experiment on him or maybe that is what will turn him into warwick yeah, and I think we'll see that in the uh, next three episodes coming out tomorrow. Um, I liked yeah. how many lead characters they were, and like there was well, Jace, Caitlin, Jinx, Vi, Singe, uh, Vi, obviously, yeah, um, Warwick possibly, yeah. Uh, there was, uh, what's his name? The Dog Meister. I think Ezreal was the one who saved uh, Jin. Sorry, Jace, I think. Uh, um, Victor? No. Victor was the guy who worked with Jace. The one oh, who saved Jace uh, when he was Rise. a kid. Rise. Rise. Thank you, Rise. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Heimerdinger. And then there's the possibility... You like, nickname the Dongmeister, Chris. Sorry, the Dongmeister. Uh, there's like... Um, possibilities of new characters being introduced uh, into League. That would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of the shops um, was selling some of Timo's mushrooms as well. <laughs> there was a Timo mushroom spray painted on one of the walls. Which yeah. was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Definitely, yeah. They, Overall, they, they, I really like the show. I know uh, you, Brayden, you said that you felt it went a little too slow for the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that. I don't know too much about Leak's like, backstory and stuff like that, so pretty much everything I learned was due. Heck, I didn't even know that Vi and uh, Jinx were sisters for the first <laughs> bit. And I was like, wait a sec, that's Jinx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. No, it was, it was funny watching the first episode with you, and we went from like the rooftops of Piltover to like the the sketchier part of town and you're like oh is this Zon I'm like not yet not yet and then then we actually got there and like the entire aesthetic changed and it was that was a pretty cool moment for me yeah Mm -hmm. definitely yeah Ben what what are your thoughts I know what your thoughts are but what are they (laughs) tell me please Uh, I I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. I liked getting to see characters. I think... And Ben has already watched it twice. At least. (laughs) So? It's a good thing. He has a deep understanding. (laughs) Uh, I I think it was cool to see... um, Like, Vi and jinx start together and then like the fact that they were apart so early like obviously they're not they're not that young anymore but it's still a lot younger than i guess i expected that's fair Mm. yeah like vi looks to be a teenager powder aka jinx looks a little younger than being a teenager like 10 kind of thing i would say Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah it was cool at the beginning they showed like uh piltovers enforcers as like the evil villains but then uh like because they killed vi and powder's parents mm-hmm. but then it shows that they're just like not necessarily the bad people and like one of them is having a deal with vander to like keep them separate yeah, so they to, don't to fight each other and safe. don't have deaths yeah mm-hmm. and that heck one of the uh Enforcers ends up saving Vi from singed boss. I can't remember his name. Terrible names. Oh yeah, yeah. I I remember the person that you're talking about. I also cannot remember. His I name. I don't know if I would completely say that he was saving her because it it felt more like kidnapping. Unless we're talking about a different time. Uh, no, yeah. we're talking about right at the end. And I guess it's kind of like kidnapping, but he was stopping her from moving forward to go, like, well, I I power, thought he chloroformed I she, her. I don't think he did. Because he put a cloth in front of her mouth and dragged her no, back. Okay. Maybe he did. I don't think he did. Yeah. But, um, but also, if he didn't, maybe Vi could have saved Powder, and then Powder wouldn't have become Jenks. Yeah, because I think it's my, definitely my with the boss dude happened, who makes her go insane. My opinion on what happened there is like, Vi was obviously upset that, and like blames Jinx for what happened, so she mm-hmm. she walks away, but she didn't want to actually leave Jinx because as soon as she sees the bad guy boss dude. like <laughs> go up to her, she immediately is like, "Nope, gotta go back," because that's not okay. And then she gets pulled back something in front of her mouth that's fair 
which I, I think is also good for like how they separated because like that the connection wasn't broken until it was forced. Yeah. E- even then... when so much bad stuff happened between them, they were still together until something stopped them mm-hmm. well and like i i guess that i guess that that goes to a bigger a bigger conversation about mental health because i know that me and ben were talking about this before but you say that if jinx wasn't taken by the you know like the big villain that she might not have become the jinx that we that we know um i feel like we've already seen aspects of her you know, being quite fragile mentally um, and yeah. being a little bit a little bit crazy in some ways. And I mean that in a good way. Um, so I, I don't know, like there's definitely like, there's I, definitely a possibility that she wouldn't have still become the same. Um, I, I don't think she uh, would have been the same, like maybe similar, but not the same. Right. Because like she's getting taken by like two deranged evil people. Yeah, and like, uh, I, I definitely feel like they're the, kind of, they're the kind of people that are so, going to encourage that, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. and they're probably going to manipulate her as well. So I don't think that she would have been Jinx if Vi had stayed with her. Um, uh, I believe in like nurture and nature mm. for how a person turns out. Mm-hmm. So I think she might have been like met maybe not the stablest person in the world, but I do think she would have been with her sister and maybe not been as crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I understand why like getting angry at Powder and like punching her. Well, I don't really agree with her punching her. But I do understand it. Like to her, Powder just killed Milo, Glasses Guy, and Vander, mm-hmm. even though Powder was trying to save them. So. Yeah, if like, I had was... just used one explosive, she would have been fine. But yeah, she overpacked the monkey. <laughs> yeah, I I was really disappointed when glasses when goggles guy and Milo <laughs> died because I thought that they would have been awesome characters to add to the game. I don't know what abilities they would have. I mean, but I, I, I just... was kind of fine with Milo going, but glasses guy was a bit disappointing. Glasses guy was cool. I loved him. Glasses guy was cool. Can't remember his name. I like both of them. Milo was pretty cool, like the lockpick. I kept feeling like Milo should have been Australian. (laughs) Or like had an Australian accent. Mm. Yeah, I I could see that. Like, he seems like he should, but he didn't. And that was honestly, that was the biggest letdown of the entire series. I like that they hinted at Caitlyn being with Jace earlier when they had the cupcakes that she uses in her yordle traps Mm -hmm. um, on the uh, um, ledge. And then also Glasses Guy ate one of them before he jumped across. Yes. That was funny. Definitely. Yeah. No, that that was good. And honestly, like, I have to say, uh, we haven't commented on this yet, but I think they they did an incredible job with the animation. the yeah, the camera was... angles and like the shot composition and stuff uh, from somebody who you know does have experience with video making it, it was just incredible it was beautiful to watch it looks so good and but i mean i wouldn't expect anything less from riot they've shown before that they have incredible talent in those areas so it it wasn't surprising per se yeah like they have plenty of practice with all like 
the cinematics they've already done and those turned out amazing mm-hmm. which yeah. actually that i have a question for you guys because i think i know or sorry i know what i think on this but i'm curious to know what you guys think does league have the best cinematics out of any game in game cinematics definitely not because they don't have any of those no <laughs> but overall um, cinematics i i think i think that they do i don't completely agree i really like halo cinematics um that's fair they don't have them out of game but they do have them in game and they really build on the story really well and they look amazing like when the sentinels cut through uh unyielding whatever it is atriox's ship in halo wars 2 fantastic Mm. um jerome's fight with brutes also amazing even the grave mind in halo 2 looks great especially since it was made in like 2004 and yeah yeah, it's remastered in 2012 yeah it was 2004 uh because it goes 2001 2004 2007 2010 2012 2015 and then 2021 Mm -hmm. um but uh, yeah, like those those are really good cinematics. So I do like Riot cinematics for League, how they're like building on the story from outside the game. Mm. But I really like story based games, so I wouldn't say it's necessarily the best. I'd say it's the best out of game one. That's it's, fair. I prefer it to Overwatch's, um, partly because they just seem to build a lot more. Mm on the actual story Mm. i i think that i love league cinematics partially because i mean obviously getting to see the characters fight (laughs) in game is rad it's so cool um and especially the one cinematic where ari's running from like draven darius and katarina um Mm -hmm. and nautilus yes and she's got graves and rangar and leona on her side that Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, when when Nautilus is fighting Graves and Graves shoots his smoke bomb at Nautilus and he's like happy with himself and all of a sudden <laughs> you just hear the chains. He looks to the side and sees this anchor bigger than him coming at him like that scene. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So good. And I mean, I might be biased because a lot of them are music videos that they set to, you know, the, the League cinematics as well. Um, but I just, uh, I, I love them. I think that the animation is so great, but I also don't really have as much experience with Halo, so I can't say that they are better than Halo. Um, I just find that with Halo, I've never really felt the need to get into the story just because all the characters seem quite similar to me from an outsider perspective. That's fair. There's a lot of characters that aren't even in the main games like the ones that you've played like mm. they have 35 books the 36th one coming out and i've read them all and there's mm. a lot of story and i know halo story really well so it's really cool to see them in cinematics definitely um and like the movies are good too well some of the movies are good um <laughs> but uh halo is probably what i know most about for like video games so that I really like that. Um, my favorite League cinematic, however, I watched it with Ben the other day. I can't remember which one it was, but it was the one where they're on the battlefield outside Demacia, I think. Um, with 
like Yasuo and Akali and Sion. You know the one. Oh yes. Dude, when Yasuo does his tornado and you see <laughs> thousands of people getting flung, flung in the air. Yeah, that uh, cinematic is my favorite. I really like that one. That's fair. That Yeah, that's pretty cool, too. What about you, Ben? What's your favorite? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I've like, I, I, I have a top three. But I feel like it changes depending on the mood I'm in when I watch them. That's fair. Hey. I think the one that I really like is Warriors. I think that's what it's called. Mm. Can we yeah. just say, though, that no one's favorite are the KDA ones? Well, they, they don't even have music videos for all the KDA ones. Yeah. But, like, the I'm music videos that, the they, ones. that they do have well, are, okay. like... Well, like, their music videos are actually music videos. They're not cinematics with music. Mm-hmm. I, that's the difference to me. That, I didn't fair. love the Star Guardians ones. Uh, it felt like they were too short to really develop any story, and you had to actually know everything that was happening in it to actually understand what was happening. Mm. That's um, fair. So I didn't love those ones. Okay, the- another underrated one, just before you say yours, Ben, mm. Warwick's introduction cinematic. I don't know if you've mm. seen it, Chris. Is it's that the one where yes. he is uh, chasing yes. the two people? Yes. And he kills one, and then... And then he jumps uh, out of, like, the mist? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. that one was uh, cool. I and like... the guy locks him out because he was bleeding. Yep. It's I, terrifying, yeah. but it's I awesome. I love that one and the fiddle rework. Mm. Ooh, the fiddle like, rework one is... Those those <laughs> two for, like, the, the horror fear factor, I love yes. that. Yes. Oh man, that would be so scary. I can't even imagine being in that person's position, either of those people's position. Mm-hmm. Oh, like at, a giant at, werewolf beast thing chasing you down, or a killer scarecrow. Mm-hmm. And when I first watched the fiddle one, I'm like, oh man, why'd he kill that crow? And then I see fiddle coming with the cloud of crows, and I'm like, oh shit, that's why he killed the crow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, absolutely. Well, and like, I... I know we were playing uh, the We Were Here series recently, Chris, and which, by the way, we need to play the second game again because I've looked up some more stuff and I know where a few of them are. Sorry, sidetrack. Um, but uh, I'm terrified playing the We Were Here games because of who we the, the, the character that we call Carlos. I'm not going to elaborate, but I'm realizing that I like being scared, which is weird to me because I've never had that feeling before in my life. But I actually like being terrified, and I think that's why I like those trailers so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like some horror-ish stuff. Like, I just started watching Lock and Key, um, which has some, like, fear aspects to it. And I really like it. Like, yeah, it's creepy, but also it's so good. Mm-hmm. When you said you were going to watch the first two episodes, was that the first two episodes of the show or of season two? Uh, the show, and okay. I watched the first four. <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna wait for season two till we watch it together. Okay. Ben already watched season one before we lived together, so gotta catch up now. Well, I'll probably uh, watch it again, okay. but I can uh, watch it again see. on my own time. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's fair. But I've always really liked dark aesthetics. Like Zahn is my favorite <laughs> league. 
uh, region. Of course, uh, Batman's is. Batman's my favorite superhero. Um, you know, like yeah, that's fair. Uh, did you hear that Epic Games is apparently trying to make a TV show now? I did not know. Yeah, I've I've not heard about that. Uh, is it about anything specifically or? I have no idea. I'm not really that interested. I just thought they were making one. <laughs> some people might want to know about it. Maybe you'd want to look into it. But yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't think I'll watch it. I really like. I'm really excited for the Halo TV show, because um, I love Halo. Um, and they're gonna have Soren zero six six in it, which Soren zero six six has only been in a short story that was like thirty pages long. So it'll be nice to go into his backstory a bit more, maybe. Um, but other than that, I'm excited for Arcane. I'm gonna watch Hawkeye when it comes out. Um, but yeah, mm. for video game TV shows, the only one I'm really interested in are Arcane and uh, Halo. I'm I'm kind of nervous about Uncharted. I know we talked about this in the first podcast, but uh, I don't know how good it'll be if I want to watch it or not. Mm. I'll, I'll watch it, obviously, but I don't know if I'll love it. Hey, going back to what you were saying about Vander being Warwick, I have a video that has come up on my YouTube Recommended that is literally titled uh it's not official or anything it's just like a fan-made <laughs> one but it's uh vander parentheses warwick saves spy after getting stabbed by silco <laughs> so apparently silco, you're not, that's his name yeah you're not the only one that we're, oh, no. we're not I've, the seen, only ones. I've seen it a lot but like even when i was watching it before i saw anyone else's theories i'm like damn i think that's warwick and like i could see the kid can't remember his name being mundo as well Mm-hmm. Um, after some like further experimentation, because Warwick is described, he was a bodyguard of Singe, mm-hmm. kind of describes the kid. And then also, when he takes the purple juice, um, his right shoulder is higher than his left, I think. I think it's his right. I just know it's one of them, but it's the same shoulder as Mundo. Mm-hmm. Because Mundo has one shoulder higher than the other, and I'm pretty sure it's his right. So that could be a hint towards it. Knowing the backstory of Mundo, though, I don't think he's going to be no. in there because like uh, so the backstory of mundo is that from a from a very early age he was at like an orphanage or whatever um he was unable to feel pain like that that's like his main thing um and i forget all the other aspects to it i'm probably going on a limb here a little bit but i, I mean maybe they maybe they switch it around and have the young kid do it but Mundo was not supposed to be an experiment. He was ex- supposed to be like just genetically the way that he is. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. M- maybe they they'll change it around and have it that way. Um, I think it would be cool, but realistically, I can't really see it. That's weird. Well, like looking up Mundo and stuff like that, I haven't seen anything about him being unable to feel pain as a kid. No. Okay. No, I mean, I did see that a few years ago, like probably yeah, yeah. two years ago, maybe a year and he a half. He has had a rework since then, which I know for Warwick's rework, they did change his mm. backstory. Like originally he was just a werewolf. Now he's an experiment of singed. Fair enough that that it, they definitely could have changed it. Um, and I would not put enough effort to knowing <laughs> that they changed it. So yeah. I, I could I be completely wrong. Was in an insane asylum. Hmm. Um, in this, and he—that's where the uh, in the game quote. Uh, I miss Mundo misses old office, the one with pillows on walls. 
aka a padded room for insane people. Mm -hmm. And um, in his backstory, it says that he mistook his uh, straight jacket for a lab coat and thought he was a doctor. So mm -hmm. then he uses his bone saw to hear people, quote unquote. Um, so he kills them. So he did that to all of the doctors. And I think some of the patients, but definitely all the doctors. And then he goes and cures people occasionally in mm. song as he wanders around. Okay. So also, yeah. I think he was originally a bodyguard of Stinged mm. in his description. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It could be someone else in the thing as well. And they could just be hinting that the juice is like what Mundo juice is on. <laughs> hmm. Oh, yeah. another lore thing that I found out recently that you might have known, you might not have known, but Trindamir and Ash are married. Yes. I did not know that. I didn't know that either, but it makes sense because, um, so if, if you didn't know, Chris, and if the listeners didn't know, uh, Rise and Trindamir are named after the creators of the game. Um, so they're like, obviously they're their favorite characters. Um, but uh, Trindamir's wife is named Ashley, and they put her in the game as well, being Ash. So it does make sense that, you know, they're husband and wife in real life. They'd be husband and wife in the game. Like, it, it yeah. I, but I did not know that. So. I did not know Ash was named after a real person. Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, sort of sidetrack another thing you might not have known because i did definitely didn't so but yeah no Ar i mean arcane like i said i was a little i was a little bored in specifically episode two um i would be lying if i said that i fully paid attention for all of it the second episode and then i was not on my phone because i definitely was <laughs> but the third episode really brought it back for me um I feel like it, it overall tied the first three episodes together really, really well. And um, I love the heartbreak and the emotion that you could see on everyone's face, like mm. Jinx's face, Vi's face, Banner's face, even Silco. Like you can see the, the delight that he gets by having revenge on Vander. Like it's just mm -hmm. overall. All of it. I love the third episode. I think it's really, really great TV. Um, and I'm intrigued to see what else they do, because I think that this is already the best video game based TV show that has ever been made. So. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm interested. I have a lot of faith in, in Riot. And I mean, we'll be watching the next three episodes tomorrow, uh, day that they come out. So, um, yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool. I, I think they did a great job. So, Yeah, okay. So I have the description for Mundo's backstory here. Okay, and the one thing that he says is, though his true name has been lost to both time and memory, Dr. Mundo was once an enforcer for one of Zahn's most powerful Cambarans. That describes okay. Silco pretty well to me. Known mm -hmm. for his boisterous affability, he was remarkably good-natured for a man who made his living off of physical intimidation. He's always quick with a familiar nickname and a friendly clap on the back, and often blissfully unaware of the toes he was stepping on. It wasn't long before he stepped firmly on the toes of his boss. And then he was uh, committed to Oswald Asylum, where they were, where he was experimented on until he became Dr. Mundo. 
and he mm. ends up killing his uh, former boss. Hmm. Okay. But yeah. Um. So it could be one of the other bodyguards, mm-hmm. but I do think it's one of his people. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That is because they that don't have anything not like... with the story that I was saying. So. <laughs> yeah. Because they uh, have it. I like how they have the stories like not completely clear. They don't name na- name names. They can change it later to like connect other people. Yeah. Like for Warwick, they don't say his name ever. So like it's probably Vander, but maybe it's just a red herring, you know? Yeah. Yeah, def- yeah, the um definitely could be. I think most likely most likely though it it is Vander. I agree with that, but you know. <laughs> They, they, they could leave be it pulling open. a WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Quicksilver. Nope, it's just a dick joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ralph okay. I, I I feel like a lot of that, like, excitement for that series, I sort of missed by watching it so much later than it came out. Like, I already sort of knew everything that was happening so i wasn't like when he came i knew that he wasn't really anything but that's fair i watched it like when it came out like sometimes i'd stay up till one in the morning so i could watch it when it came out at midnight (laughs) um so like i was (laughs) right at the edge watching it as soon as it came Mm -hmm. the latest i watched it was like mm, i don't know like 16 hours after it came out Mm. oddly specific but cool yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, our question of the week. I'm very intrigued to get into this. I still don't have my answer, but what is this? <laughs> uh, if you had to live in a video game world, not as a main character, but like as a side character or as just a random NPC, uh, what game would you want to live in? Yeah, I have to keep thinking about my answer. Cause... Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Ben? Uh, um. <laughs> yeah. So I think for a normal life, the best choice would be like The Sims. Um, oh yeah. Because you wouldn't be being controlled by anyone. You'd just be like a random person living in a Sims world. Mm-hmm. Um. So that that would be good. Um. But. I think I'd want something a bit more exciting than that if I got the chance to live in a video game world. I think it's hard to decide out, what. I, I think a cop-out answer for me would be Spider-Man PS4. Mm, yes, that that would be kind of cool. A world with superheroes and supervillains, but also, you know, there's supervillains like Electro, Tinker, Rhino, Dr. Ock, Mr. Yeah. Negative. There's, there's like, I don't know, like a 4% chance you're going to die or get injured. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that that's dangerous, but not as dangerous. So that's fair. That would be cool. Uh, Spider-Man, PS4, or PS5, which they're the same world, so it doesn't really matter which. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I think Oblivion would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, if like, I wanted a really dumb answer, I could say Halo Reach. When <laughs> <laughs> it gets glassed at the end and everyone dies. <laughs> So, uh, sorry, Oblivion. Uh, yeah, because, like, I like the, 
I like the time period. I think it would be cool to experience that. And it's a lot easier to run from a horde of demons on foot as opposed to a giant dragon flying overhead. <laughs> at, le- at least yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> That's fair. They really only <sighs> attack en masse like two places. <laughs> However, you would be living in a world without modern medicine. So you we'll might die it. We also magic. have they also have an entire school of magic dedicated to healing. That's yeah. fair. I so guess. I I do see your point, but I think um I think it's countered by something of a similar standard. That's fair. Better standard. Like you can be stabbed. You can be to the brink of death and that, like, ah, oh, here, let me just cast a healing spell. Suppose that's fair. Oh my gosh! Another cop out answer would be sports games. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, real world, basically. oh yeah, uh, yeah, NHL twenty two or twenty one or whatever it is now. Just yes, I would like to be in that world. That is obviously not real. Like <laughs> no, no. I would not want to be in We Were Here. I can say that for sure. That, yeah, that's fair. Or, or phasmophobia. It would suck to, oh my gosh, imagine, yeah, we the first we were here when you're in the maze, you're yeah. one of the people, like, dragging themselves around the corner. Oh my gosh, that's, terrifying. That's the second one. The maze is the second one, isn't what? it? Oh, no, no, the, the maze is the first one, sorry. I was thinking the other maze, yeah, sorry, the first maze. Yeah. Whenever we say maze, you think of the circle maze, and we think of the square yes. maze. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, well, the circle no, I, maze is more fun. At first, I thought of the circle maze, but then I I realized pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah. Like when when you were talking about it to me, Ben. But yeah, I I don't know. I mean, League would be cool. Overwatch would be cool. Really, anything with super powered people would be Scary, cool. But cool. Yeah. But yeah. yeah you also run the be... risk of dying early. Mm-hmm. Overwatch would be kind of cool because like the people there don't necessarily have powers all of them lots of them have gadgets that give them powers mm-hmm. so like in that world you'd have the ability to get those kind of powers whereas if you were in uh like um league you're either born with the ability to do magic or not except if you're jace i guess <laughs> but mm-hmm. um like most people are born with the ability to do magic or not so like you can get weapons and all that stuff but yeah, like there's, there's still the, that world. there's still the handful of characters that are normal humans that still are interesting. Mm-hmm. But but then, <laughs> like if you lived in the Overwatch world, then you'd have to live in a world that no one cares about anymore, and that would just suck. Oh, yeah, but that means they wouldn't be adding new and more dangerous things. Fair enough. Everything would be a known quantity, I guess. Yeah. And, Unless you well, can either make peace yeah. with all the Omnics or destroy all the Omnics, depending on how the world goes. Um, it just be and a pretty safe place. I would say that there's very few actual villains in Overwatch, too. Or, like, as, as well. Because, like, you have Reaper, you have Widowmaker, you have Doomfist. Sombra is less of a villain and more of, like, a... Like an assassin type establishment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a mercenary. I would say would be the yeah. best term, um, right? That's so fair. she's she's not going to try to catch anyone in the crossfire. 
and even the villains per se, like Widowmaker, Reaper, and Doomfist, I don't think that they would specifically like they might be involved in terrorism, mm-hmm. but I don't think that if you saw one of them on the street, that they would be likely going to try to kill you. Moira, however, I could see her kidnapping you and using you for experimentation. That's yeah, I <laughs> yeah. about Moira. But like for the most part, they they have a lot of um, intention with their actions, and yep, the majority they're... of it is against Overwatch, not just. They're Overwatch motivated by money and a grudge, but like <laughs> the grudge is against one specific group. Yes, that's fair. Reapers motivated by money, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, he wants to be Jeff uh, Bezos rich. Uh, yeah. No, Doomfest wants to be rich. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, but no, I, I, I think that, that would be cool. That's um, But yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's so bad that <laughs> Overwatch is so dead. Yeah. It's such a good game in its prime. Is it so dead, or is it just dead? Oh, uh, it's it's pretty dead. Oh, okay. There is when when yeah. Brendan leaves the game, Everyone probably dead because he game. sticks with it forever. <laughs> yes. Oh, so that's I... why you didn't like Battleborn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's yeah, definitely. Uh, no. Of Battleborn, rest in peace. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't think that I actually move games that much. I think I have a lot of games that I like to play. But I don't. I think I stuck with Overwatch for a pretty good amount of time. Yeah, that's yeah. what he was. That's um, what he was saying. This yeah, he stuck I with thought it. he was being yeah, sarcastic. No, I was saying by the no. time you left it, everyone had left it pretty much because you stuck with oh. it after it was already losing people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I no, I no, totally no. thought that you were being sarcastic and saying that I left no, no, it. No. It stopped playing too early, no, and I was like, no. okay, well, I played like it was my main game for like two and a half to three years, no. like. No. I went all the way up um, to bronze, or from bronze <laughs> to platinum in it. Like I spent. I went all the way up to bronze, guys. <laughs> I'm in bronze now. I spent like seven hundred. Don't know. I spent like yeah. seven hundred hours in the game, but okay, that like eight hundred hours. Yeah, yeah. like eight hundred. Um, you and I both almost got up to diamond, which yeah. wasn't that high, I guess, compared to some other people. But it's it's a pretty good achievement for me, at least. I would say for both of us, I've uh, only been in Diamond in Diamond or higher in one other game. Yeah, well, if we're including, uh, um, what's it called? Lucio Ball. Uh, that Lucio is Ball. the only thing that I've I, I got up to Master. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Speaking of Battleborn, though, I think that if they had more people, they would have been doing well for adding new stuff, and I think the game would have been better if they mm-hmm. had more people. Because, like, they added five characters pretty quick, but then they didn't really add any more because there was, there was no reason there was no one playing it. Yeah. Um, so I think they would have added more that would have made the game more fun, because like, well, there they, was only eight missions in the story, they and, even, like, once we played them, like, four times, it was it was well, kind of dead. And they added, like, the four DLC missions, and they added That's fair, yeah. a 3v3 game mode. Yeah, and, like, the, I don't know, like, six months max that they were actually still working on it. Yeah. Like, so, they, they did yeah. add a fair amount, it's just, at a point, there was no reason to. Because yeah. in a month, their player base was gone. 
Mm-hmm. Which was yeah. unfortunately wasn't humongous in the first place. I I think that or I really think that what was lacking, I mean obviously other than updates and, and player base, um, is the fact that there weren't really anyone or there weren't really any content creators that jumped on it and stuck with it. That's fair. Right? Like you see there's so many content creators that have come out of Overwatch. There's so many content creators that have come out of League, like some of the other bigger games that Battleborn was trying to be like, they did not have anyone. Ben, me and you were the biggest Battleborn content creators for a little while. Well, like, that's also near its end after like. after its shutdown was announced. Yes, but like we, fail, we did sad. get we got to the scene way too late. We didn't even get there that late, though. Like compared uh, to what it you guys should were have. there, like day one, maybe not for streaming, but you were playing like day one. Yeah, no, but we, we we started we... playing like a couple months after it came out, like six months okay. or so. Yeah, after it came out, um, by then it was already going pretty far downhill. Yeah, pretty much dead. There was yeah. like a hundred people a day. But back then, you could, as long as you were willing to wait a lot, you could actually find an online game. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, which by the end, there weren't enough people online to find an online game. Mm-hmm. Yep. For a 5v5. Yeah. yeah. There was like six people online on average. Mm. Worldwide. So I was like, yeah. Yay. Yeah. They had like 27 monthly players or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was. I mean, it was good. It was a fun game. We got really into it. Uh, I, I think gameplay wise, I can understand why it didn't stick around though. I, I think it should have gotten more respect than what it did. But there is no universe in which it is as popular as the other games so, that it was trying to emulate. That's fair. Um. So uh, yeah. Like, in, in a certain regard, it's sad. In another regard, I think a lot of how it went down was somewhat justified. But I do think it should have... It deserved more of a player base than what it had, so... Yeah, I don't and think I'm it really was excited for... amazing, but it was better than it got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really excited for Halo Infinite, and I hope it will do well, because, like, the multiplayer is going to be free. So that'll bring in a lot of people. Um... And it seems like a lot of people are leaving Call of Duty right now because, like, Warzone is just inputting an anti-cheat after being out for more than a year. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of content creators are leaving it for Apex and stuff. Um, and I could see a bunch of them moving over to Halo. Um, personally. What I want to know, though, is what are they doing to, imp- like, improve and change the gameplay? Uh, Halo's, Halo's been out for 20 years now, and they haven't really made that many changes to the multiplayer, other than obviously upgrading graphics-wise, putting to new consoles. But like, I disagree. Like Halo 2 was the first game to actually have matchmaking ever. Um, so that's that's a huge change in terms of uh, gameplay. They've added a bunch of new modes in Halo 5, which were quite fun. Like Warzone, super fun. Um. So, 
Yeah. I don't know. I think it was really fun. I like that in Halo 6, they have Spartan 2s and Spartan 4s, and I'm wondering how that option be, because unfortunately I wasn't lucky enough to get a key uh, to play in the beta, but I think it's quite a bit different from when it started. I... This, like... I, I don't know. Like, I... Sometimes I look at Halo and I just see uh, Army Man fighting Army Man with, like, okay, I will say that the guns are really cool. <laughs> and I, I think that they've done a good job with them. I, but like I was saying, I, sometimes I just see Army Man fighting Army Man with fun, crazy guns. But I don't know. I just, I feel like there needs to be something more in there for me to, like, really want to continue playing and getting better. That's fair. That grappling hook looks like it'll be interesting. Yeah, and like that, those are sort of the things that I'm that I'm talking about. Like, uh, do they have sliding? Yeah, I think they do. So. Okay, they did in the last one. They had sliding. They had dashes. They had ground pounds. Okay. Because, like, yeah, uh, I, I think they're getting rid of ground pounding in Spartan Chargers. I don't really know, but hmm. I do know that they have like different melee types and stuff like that. They're also adding a bunch of new weapons with like different styles. You can throw explosives now, like. Hmm explosive canisters and stuff like that you can pull yourself to people you can pick up weapons from a distance mm -hmm. yeah so i'm really excited for the campaign personally i really like campaign but i think the multiplayer will be fun but we'll see when it comes out on december 8th yep yeah i will i'll likely be downloading it on the first day um that's fair even though i have my apprehensions um I I think enough enough of my friends are getting it. Well, there's Splitgate was really popular, and it's a Portal Halo mix that is lower quality than Halo. Yes, but it it introduced something new that hasn't been done before, and I think that's what people are looking for. Yeah. Right. Like Halo. Well, personally, I do feel like Splitgate has fallen off quite a bit just because it is it is. Deathmatch. That is what Splitgate is, right? We've had Deathmatch for, like I said, 20 years now since Halo came out. Uh, or yeah. not the first Halo, but like Halo 2. Um, there's, there's, We've had Deathmatch. So adding portals to it was like a, a funky new, like a, a funky new feature for a little bit. But the player base has started falling off again because it's just another thing to tide us over. But at least it introduced a new mechanic that it's never been done before, whereas I don't necessarily know if Halo's going to do that again for the new games. That's fair. Halo hasn't really been a big thing since 2010. Like, hasn't really been at the forefront of anything. Four and five weren't huge. Mm -hmm. um, so I think with six coming out, it'll bring in a lot of people. And then, uh, especially since there's been some disappointing releases from some other companies recently, mm -hmm. So they might be shifting over to Halo, which would bring streamers over, which would bring a lot more people over. And then, um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, it'll have a lot of stuff that people didn't see, because the last Halo they played was Halo Reach, which was mm -hmm. 11 years ago. Yeah. No, so I, you yeah. having played through all of them, and also you played through them when they were all out you, you didn't like play halo one when it was in 2001 neither did i i didn't start to like 2014 mm -hmm. but there's been a huge change i think and yeah 
I don't know. We'll see how it is. And Halo Six story is going to be like open world, I think. So mm. I think that'll be nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I. We'll I, Far Cry I hope... Six also looks good. Mm. I hope for the franchise that it's good and that it brings a lot more people back because I. I. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's been dying. I think the franchise is too big for it to die at no, this it's, point. It's been dying. It's not gonna die necessarily, but it, it's definitely it, been dying. It, it's bleeding. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like the the esports scene has completely completely floundered. Like there's people from it that have been going either retiring, going to Apex. Like it's pretty much completely dissipated. Um, and fair. like you were saying. Um, Halo 5 was a big letdown for a lot of people, but I think that it didn't the biggest... even have a sports screen. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing for Halo is going to be the story um, and nostalgia. Can they play mm-hmm. to the nostalgia? Because at the end of the day, Halo is similar to a lot of other games, but they've been doing it well for a lot longer than a lot of other games have. So can they can they play to that nostalgia? And then obviously everyone everyone that's played the halo story or pretty much everyone that's played the halo story loves it so um can they play to those two things i think is gonna really decide whether or not it's a big hit but that's fair but i i hope yeah like i was saying i hope for the series that it is because i think it's a good series and i think it meets a need that some people have in the gaming community for just you know fun mindless action cool guns cool settings cool characters you know so and at least it's coming out on like uh, Elder Scrolls Six or GTA Six uh, mm. or Overwatch Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah, they didn't push back the release date, but that was because of uh, fan input, and they didn't like the graphics, so they updated it, revitalized it, and now they're sending it out. It does beg the question: like, is Blizzard killing themselves? with their terrible management of this game and and honestly same with bethesda well bethesda's been bought by microsoft bethesda, so. yeah i don't think bethesda will ever die now that they're owned by microsoft That's and fair. then it has enough diehard fans that are like buying skyrim for the i don't know it's like the eighth time now so they'll still be making money from it maybe not as much as they could have but i could see a lot of people who haven't played like elder scrolls for like i don't know eight years plus when elder scrolls 6 comes out just like jump back into it and make them a lot of money do you think that it could be argued though that bethesda technically already has died because they had to be bought out by microsoft i didn't say they had to microsoft just wanted another company they but weren't like, doing amazing well, fallout 76, uh, fallout 76. Really they were they were going yeah. bankrupt if they didn't yeah. get some help soon they would have folded mm-hmm. so fair. I mean, I, I guess it could be argued that if they were able to put out Elder Scrolls Six fast enough, they probably would well, have that, made enough money to stay That's not even the next game they were planning on making. And Starfield is the next one. Yeah, yeah, Starfield. So like, And maybe Starfield will be great. It's a new game, unlike mm-hmm. Fallout 76, which is like a continuation of Fallout, which Fallout 76 was very poorly put out. Very mm-hmm. poorly done. Mm-hmm. Um, so like maybe Starfield, since they're taking a long time to do it, maybe it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Microsoft does usually have pretty good quality games from like their sub companies. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah, the the few that they have. <laughs> yeah, they have a pretty good amount. Forza, Gears of War, Halo, 
a couple other ones that I don't know. Those are the only ones I really know. Bethesda. Plus, they also actually share with other companies like Nintendo, and they also have it on PC, unlike Sony, which just hoards it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. So Sony's definitely more selfish with their games, but I mean, it's obviously working for them. They've sold yeah. so many more PlayStations, and Xbox has Xboxes, and I don't think it's justified. I think X- Xboxes are legitimately, in a lot of ways, as good as PlayStations. And I think it's just the fact that PlayStation has done a better job of marketing themselves um, and they have a higher opinion surrounding them. But I, I don't think the Xbox should have sold as few units as they did. I, I think they're they're very equal consoles in a lot of ways. So, but. Yeah, And they're releasing a couple new um, uh, Xbox exclusives too, like Redfall. Uh, Starfield is going to be an Xbox exclusive. Mm. Um, it's coming out next November. Uh, yeah. And also mm. Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass is very good. They have mm. a lot of games on that. Mm-hmm. That is definitely... I've heard that Xbox Game Pass utterly destroys PlayStation Game Pass for, for the... I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then over PlayStation now, Xbox Game Pass is far better, in my opinion. They Every game that they release, every exclusive, is automatically put on Game Pass. Mm. So instead of spending $80 on a game, you get it for, I don't know, $12 a month, but you also get it with a bunch of other games. So for yeah. a lot of people, that's worth it. Mm-hmm. And then you also don't have to fill up your library or get a bunch of discs. You can just play it, delete it, play it, delete it, and you always have it there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. They've also done a much better job of trying to be as accessible as possible for people um, that can't necessarily, you know, like, I, I don't know. I would, I think I've made this comparison before. I might have even made it last podcast. Um, but I would liken PlayStation to Apple and Xbox to Samsung in what they do well. Um, I really like that uh, Xbox has like one-handed controllers and also like custom controllers. Like you can replace the buttons, you can replace the joysticks, you can make it more modular, you can add paddles to the back, you can add more buttons. Mm-hmm. And Sony, when they released the PlayStation 5, they had one controller, not even different colors, which I was disappointed about. They still don't have a different colored console. I wanted black faceplates. Mm. I don't like the shift to white. Mm. Me neither. The one thing, I don't know if it's the same for Xbox One and PS5, but for PS4 and Xbox... Uh, or It sorry. was PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Okay. Um, but for, for PS4 and Xbox One, uh, for the controllers, you could take the PS4 ones apart. But for the Xbox ones, you had to like break the factory seal for it, so like it. That's fair. It yeah. voids the warranty if you have to fix anything yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about the Xbox Series X or the Xbox Series S controllers, um, but I do like that the S is a lot cheaper, so it's a more affordable like family console. Mm. Mm. So if your kids want to play video games, but you don't necessarily want to fork the. Uh, I don't know, six hundred dollars or 
however much it costs to get a PlayStation from eBay now, like, I don't know, 1500 or whatever, <laughs> um, you can get an Xbox Series S, which is like 250 So mm-hmm. that is nice. And I do like that Xbox controllers, you can play them. You can use Xbox One controllers. You can use Xbox Series S controllers. You can use Xbox Series X controllers. Whereas with PlayStation, you have to get a new controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's fair. PlayStation is definitely less less willing to accommodate in a lot of ways. I do like that PlayStation is finally getting some backwards compatibility. I know it's only four and five, like the PlayStation four and five, which is a bit disappointing. Well, there's some but that PS3 was... games on PS now at least, but. Mm-hmm. you're right yeah there is um but like xbox you can play xbox original games on your xbox one maybe your yeah. xbox x which is 20 years old and if you still happen to have the games on it you can play it like i still have my xbox um uh, original <laughs> so i can play some of the games from it on my xbox one which is kind of funny until they come out with a remastered version of lego batman I will not be happy with PlayStation 5's backwards compatibility. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really want a remastered version. It's perfect the way it is. It's peak gaming, honestly. Because if they remastered it, they might add voices. Yeah. Lego games shouldn't have voices. <laughs> but <laughs> it, as it isn't remastered right now, the only way to play it is to pay money every month. Whereas That's if they true. remaster it and they don't put voices in and they just update the graphics... Um, and I, I wouldn't mind if they added split screen. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I, w- I would like both those. That's that's fair. As long as I don't add voices in, split screen would be nice. Yeah, they don't need to I, redo the game. They just need to update it with like a, a modern Lego game engine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, I'm sure it would take like five minutes to just, like when I'm changing my uh, photos file type, I just click and it takes like, I don't know, like 30 seconds. I'm sure it would take the same amount of time on a video game. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. that's, yeah, that's definitely how it works. I mean, the three yep. of us could do it in an afternoon. Yeah, I just do that with you and then you code it. Yep, yeah. Easy enough. Well, I'm sure it's, it's coded in C or uh, R, yeah. It's coded mm-hmm. R, sure. Yeah, of course. Kidding. I know very little R. Uh, I could do it in assembly, maybe. I know every word that starts with R, Chris, so I'll do it yeah. instead. <laughs> Name every word that starts with R, then. In alphabetical uh, order. Oh, okay. It includes that, more than just English. Inc- okay, every word. Okay, well, I'm going to have to spend, like, 72 to 100 hours, like, just figuring out what i say when so i like That's i know fair. all of them but i'm gonna have to think about it for a bit so <laughs> sure sure yeah so i just i can't i can't do all that. right so well next week you're gonna do it i suppose we yeah, could sure. end next week we we'll... could end the podcast to give brain time to alphabetize his r words yes yeah, and I next do. week we'll start yes. off with uh brayden going alphabetically through every uh word that starts with r in every language 100%. yeah i can this will happen Mm-hmm. I can do that alphabetically. Yep. Dead um, languages do, included. Do numbers and symbols count? If they start with mm-hmm. R. Okay. No. Okay, sounds good. Well, if it's a word. I guess so, but like you're not having a hashtag in the word or something like that. 
But if it was like rash tag, then yeah, that would be included. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Gonna go cry. No, you're gonna go alphabetize R words. I'm gonna be crying because I'm gonna be trying to alphabetize the R words. (laughs) You don't have time to cry. If you were Kate, if you You don't have time to cry. If you spent 72 hours alphabetizing words that start with R, I'm sure that you would cry too. Not right away. I'd cry after it was done because I'm efficient. Yeah, Yeah, you don't have time to cry while working on it. That clouds your vision. Jeez, Brayden. Maybe, yeah, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I'll just go back to my hole. Alrighty, thanks for thanks for listening. Manscaped, Everybody. give us a deal. Are you going to say that every episode? Yes. Because then, when I, tweet them on, when, I, yeah, when I tweet them on Twitter, I'll be able to say, we've mentioned you every single episode, okay. and they'll be able to come okay. in and I'm hear gonna every hit the single stop episode. Button. So, Manscaped, hit us up, please. One, bye.